0: Welcome to Lab Sessions. I'm Zach Elliott. I love people and I get to learn from some of the best. This show gives me a chance to invite you to join me in pursuit of more life and more beauty. Here's to that pursuit and to the conversations ahead. When I say that I get to learn from some of the best, I mean it, and it's absolutely true today. We get to share some time with Max McLean, and Max is an award-winning actor and founder and artistic director of New York City-based Fellowship for the Performing Arts. Max adapted for the stage The Tape Letters, C.S. Lewis On Stage, The Most Reluctant Convert, The Great Divorce, Genesis, and Mark's Gospel. His recent writing and producing credits include Martin Luther on Trial. As an actor, he he created the roles of Screwtape in New York on National Tour and in London, C.S. Lewis in The Most Reluctant Convert on National Tour, and in an extended 15-week run in New York, Mark and Mark's Gospel, and Storyteller in Genesis. Max received the Jeff Award, Chicago's theater's highest honor for his performance of Mark's Gospel. He's been nominated for four awards for the Audio Publishers Association for his narration of the Listener's Bible. His creative work has been cited with distinction by the New York Times, Washington Post, Boston Globe, Chicago Tribune, Wall Street Journal, and CNN, just to name a few outlets. Max is likely the voice behind your audio Bible, and his voice has carried the beauty of scripture literally around the world. Max, I've seen two of FPA's C.S. Lewis productions multiple times in the Northwest and down here in Tampa, and they're stunning. I could not be more grateful for the chance to get to share some time. Welcome to Lab Sessions.
1: Well, thank you, Zach. It's delightful to be on your program.
0: Yeah, we're just grateful for the time. First, are you healthy and well amidst all the disruption, and how's the team at FPA doing?
1: Oh thank you for asking. Uh uh the the virus has not hit us directly. Uh it's hit some of our friends. Uh, one seriously though that person has recovered, uh tangentially for others, flu like symptoms are less. Uh you know, we're in New York. Uh most of the, I, I I live and work in in Midtown Manhattan, not too far from Times Square. This area is an area of uh, of commerce and 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 tourism, and there's no commerce, there's no tourism, so there's very few people. Uh, most of the hard hit areas are in Queens and the Bronx, and where you know there's tighter residential areas.
0: Yeah, and your team is doing well. Are you guys yeah. kind of? Yeah, we're
1: we're we're, we're day forty five, I think, of 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 our lockdown. So we I uh, haven't been inside my office except to pick up a couple of things since March sixteenth. So we're all working from home. Uh, We travel a lot, so we know how to do that. But uh, in this case, there's no travel.
0: Yeah. Well, it's incredible. The last six to eight weeks have been so disruptive and hard for so many people. And both the pandemic and our response has likely left a permanent mark on culture. And when I think about culture, I love how artist Mako Fujimura describes it. He says, culture is not a territory to be won or lost, but a resource we're called to steward with care. Culture is a garden to be cultivated. And it's interesting when I think about his words as the country's wanting to move forward and begin opening up, that process has led to lots of discussion about what's essential in culture. What should we open when where do we direct resource and where do we make investment to make sure that the essential parts quotes unquotes of guard of that garden are flourishing mm. I'm just curious, Max, in what ways are the arts an essential part of that cultural garden especially right now
1: Well right now uh, I would not say we're, we're essential like staying alive uh, food and, and shelter which are uh, so such Primal needs. Uh, we do large gatherings, uh, and large gatherings are the first to shut down, and will probably be the last to go back. Uh, however, I, I, you know, art is a reflection of the values of our culture, and a, a great nation is not remembered by its power, but by its culture, its art, its literature, its institutions, and these are the things that reveal a culture's vitality uh, uh, the ability to capture the imagination of its its people and that's not going to change Uh, you know when you have uh, artists have to reflect on what is happening and it takes time it has to incubate Mm -hmm. Uh, you know by I spend 23 hours a day in my small apartment in New York I I walk around the, the city for an hour plus a day uh, it's just me, the homeless and the police. And since I don't wear a uniform, they mistake me for the homeless. <laughs> uh, but, uh, you know, all this time I am thinking, praying, reading, talking to people. And that's, you know, out of the open flow of the heart, the mouth speaks.
0: Yeah. Well, it seems like a really important moment, especially for artists creating from a Christian perspective, to make meaningful contributions in the arts. And as we care for and shape culture, what are the most significant obstacles that you see that artists are gonna face coming out of this season? I know it's always a challenge um, and there's always limited resources, scarce resource, time's a commodity, but as you look ahead to this time coming out of that, that strange space that you're experiencing 23 hours a day in the apartment, What are the obstacles that are going to be most um, significant for artists as they try to enter this next season to tell these stories?
1: Well, uh, as an actor, uh, as a theater artist, our work is more caught than taught. So we, we, we we, we we create shared spaces where we tell our stories. And right now we're not able to do that because this idea of getting a lot of strangers in a room for a limited time is banned Mm. so uh, that's something we can't do in the moment so how do we how do we pivot and uh, I I must say that uh, the past 45 days I mean I remember when they started They said it's going to be we're going to lock you down for two weeks and I said two weeks (laughs) you know (laughs) know, and I I was (laughs) yeah uh, because I thought what you know because my my engine was running and and it was so busy, and this thing just shut me down immediately. Done, and you know, you had to you had to recalibrate. You know, what do you do with this? And what the pivot has been is I have all this found uh, time mm. to really think and reflect. This the busyness, the distraction is is not there, and so there's a there's a clarity of, of thought that is the basis for our creation. Um, You know, uh, Blaise Pascal said, all humanity's problems stem from uh, our inability to sit quietly in a room alone. Mm. And, uh, you know, we have a two-bedroom apartment and I I take one of the bedrooms close the door and kind of work all day and my wife is in the other one. Uh, We get together for lunch and dinner and afterwards. But but the process has been... uh, you know it was almost as if the Lord said, "I need you to shut down yeah uh, so it, it, in that sense, it's been good
0: yeah, it feels like that that there has been a, a an intentional push to some of our cultural norms. What do you think you'll carry forward, just lessons learned from the last forty five days um, as you think about exiting
1: uh, well. The, uh, the, the idea of, of, of really taking Sabbath, my board has been on me to take a sabbatical and I just never do it. (laughs) Uh, so this was a forced one. I don't know if they had anything to do with it, but, uh, (laughs) but this, uh, this rhythm of just quieting down, you know, I, I just didn't know what it felt like. It's been a long time. So, uh, I don't want to forget that because that that this has been so nourishing that part of it in terms of of uh, stillness of listening to the lord listening reading deeply um you know that that becomes it in our fragmented culture in our social media cult, culture reading deeply is hard harder mm-hmm. we're we're losing the ability to do that because we just do a fragment here a fragment there and and it's really hard to have sustained conversation on one thing for a long period. So, uh, that has been gold. And, uh, I would want to, uh, I don't know, you know, because once it opens up, uh, there's going to be kind of a, a, a mad rush. The, you know, we, we're packing, we've lost six months. And so we need to, uh, there's going to be this kind of like we there are certain things we we wanted to do next year that we simply can't do because we're going to pack in what we're doing uh what, what we lost or at least that's the theory um uh, and then we really don't know how audiences are going to respond to you know we may be we're, we're going to be more ready than they are yeah um you know and so uh there's a there's a lot of unknowns right now
0: yeah so much learning going on, and a, a lot of it's really important, I think, especially in the Christian community. We're asking the right questions. You're prompting a few of them. Rest, Sabbath, you know, thinking fast versus thinking slow, these things that are just right to the front right now. It's so good. And one of the things that I'm asking, and I know a lot of us are asking people who love the arts, is they we do see them as essential to culture telling its stories and to to the flourishing of a culture. And it's not just about getting essential commerce back, but, but how do we care for the arts? And I don't know if the Christian community in America has really understood the importance the arts play in culture. Um, and the downstream effect maybe of that has been that our investment or our support for the arts has been, I don't know if it's spotty or fair to say, clumsy, sporadic at times, How can we help? How can we do a better job? And I think what I'm getting at is what are the real and specific ways that, from your vantage point, as an actor, producer, founder of FPA, that as we think about what's important as Christians and we look at our culture, we look at our society as we think about the real investments that we want to contribute um in meaningful ways to in the future how can we do that uh for artists um who are caring for this cultural garden
1: yeah yeah well the best way to support artists is uh is to consume their work and i don't mean that in a patronizing way but in a way with an expectation of getting something in return um you know, artists have a very unique perspective. Uh, Harold Clurman, the Dean of the American theater once said, make them laugh. And while their mouths are open, pour truth in. Mm-hmm. And so, uh, that's, you know, that's what we're, you know, we have a perspective, uh, that we want to provide. And we're, we're, we're uniquely, uh, positioned to, uh, provide, um, and and so and you, I think your your instincts are right with regard to uh, how the church has performed, and, and I sort of understand that because uh, there's a you know there, the the artists are accessing those deeper currents beneath the surface to find meaning, mm-hmm. and and finding meaning is like breathing air. Uh, and, and, but what an artist does, he wants to explore that. Uh, not just intellectually or prescriptively, but you know, at a, at a more visceral, uh, emotional level. Uh, and of course, in the, within the church, there's a there's a distrust of emotion. Uh, it's voluble, it's uncontrollable, it's often governed by deep desires that are often sinful. Uh, but if they can be uh, harnessed, which is what the Lord intended, uh, then then they can. Uh, really, uh, make a contribution to how we see the world, and how uh, you know a Christian artist is some is is, is gives somebody else who's outside the Christian community or within the Christian community uh, a window into what it's like to see the world with Christian eyes, mm. uh, and and I think that's important in in any kind of evangelism. It's like, uh, can I be part of that? Mm. That world is, that world is, uh, I've always thought that world was so weird Mm. and, uh, but now I'm seeing a different perspective and, and that's sort of our job.
0: I think, I mean, you do it so well. FPA does it so well. The excellence, the quality of productions. I I remember the first performance that I went to and I watched you in the CS Lewis most reluctant convert and it really was done at such a level That I I stood back and and was just like, that's what needs to, we need more of that. That's exactly what should be being done. And it was interesting, I didn't know your story before, um, having come from, if I'm not messing it up, you were not a Christian, you were an actor first, and you brought Mm -hmm. that into, um, a world of faith and then had to integrate the two. Maybe that's why you get it so right, or you understand this importance so well, but it's masterful, masterfully done through FBA.
1: Well, praise the Lord. Thank you so much for saying so. And I'm I'm grateful for the support that you're, you know, giving me this spotlight with your community. I'm, I'm grateful for that.
0: Yeah if we don't um, make these investments if we don't really think beyond just the the first order things the immediate things but if we if we miss this investment in the deeper conversation just as an artist what do you see you know 15 20 years downstream implications what's lost in culture if we aren't making investment today, and I think back to the conversation just about who who plays screw tape, you know, there's only one Max, right? And I remember mm-hmm. in hearing those conversations going, wow, we really have to be thinking about who we're cultivating. What investments 10 years from now are we still going to be offering the kind of performances that we're seeing today from you? Well, Max came from somewhere. And... Yeah, what do we miss if we don't make investment today? What happens downstream?
1: Well, uh, in answer to the screw tape, we we have other actors playing it. I haven't played it in over five years, so uh, we have other actors doing it. Um, I I think people will make an investment. Um, uh, you know, it's it's what I said earlier about this this access to meaning and. Uh, and, and finding uh, meaning, I do think that, uh, uh, especially when, as I said earlier, the work is more caught than taught. Mm. Uh, once people under- see it, they understand it. Uh, it's not art; is not something you can explain. It really is something you experience, and once it and it takes you beyond yourself. Uh, and that's what it should do. You know, that's what catharsis mm-hmm. is: is is to to bring about uh, a constellation of thought and ideas that weren't there before, uh, just so you could have. You, you leave the theater with a whole different perspective, um, and I think uh, people want that. And so, so I I trust that uh, that the the question will be moot in the sense that uh, it won't be lost. I I do think that uh, the the combination of the Christian worldview. And uh, and art, uh, and uh, artistic expression at a at a high level a uh, level of excellence uh, is going to continue to move forward.
0: Yeah, yeah, it has to. It has to. Well, I want to be careful with our time. So, as we close out, just really quick, what's coming up? It might be so disruptive that you're not able to say now. But what's on the horizon for FPA right now? What are you most excited for? What's ahead?
1: Well, we're, we're, uh, you know, we're trying to get back to work. Uh, we haven't laid anybody off yet, thankfully. Awesome. And, uh, so we're, uh, we're trying to keep our team together. Uh, that's immediate. And then once we get back, this, this sound time has been generating uh, a lot of new script ideas, which would be premature to talk about at the moment, but, uh, we feel like we've got some really, uh, good, uh, Uh, quote-unquote product that will be developed over the next uh, year or two that uh, I'm very excited about. And to bring uh, both to, to our friends, our mutual friends in Tampa and our mutual friends in Portland.
0: Yeah, I love it. Well, I want everybody who's listening to go visit FPA on the website, and we'll share all those links. Uh, I'm assuming that's the best way to stay in touch with you. And if people want to support FPA and just learn more, the website is, is a great place to start. Is there anywhere else they should go to really?
1: No, that's that's really good. I, a, a simple website is cslewisonstage.com. That's easy to. Uh, it's actually fpatheater.com, but uh, we have a lot of redirects through tape on stage. CS Lewis com, and hopefully that, or they can come to your website but uh, absolutely we have a lot of information about uh, who we are what we do and why we do it
0: awesome. Well, Max, thank you for a lifetime of excellence, really. And, and it is excellent work. And you're tending the garden. So we're better for it. Culture's better for it. And so we're praying for you and cheering on the work of FPA, especially as we begin to make these investments for the season ahead. So thanks for your wisdom. Thank you for the generosity to share some time today. And hopefully we will see you on stage
1: soon. I look forward to it, Zach. God bless you. Thank okay. you.
0: Thank you for listening. Make sure to go to Apple Podcasts and subscribe to Lab the Podcast. You can rate and review us there. And then follow me at Zach J. Elliott or on my website, www.zachjelliot.com. I'll see you again for our next Lab session. And until then, here's to more life and more beauty.